you, me, and CBD. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode where we learn about CBD. everyone and welcome back to you me and cbd we are so glad you are listening to us and you've made it with us to season two episode five and this is the one where remy rocks life remy rocks life what does that mean well it's code it's code for for this guy named remy who climbs rocks and is a life coach is going to be talking to us today and he uses our uh, products. Uh, apparently he does. He's into CBD and he's into farmer and chemist. So uh, as a climber, um, someone who is outdoor a lot, that, obviously that's where that would be done. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. And, and You don't want, climbing the walls is a whole other thing, Richard. But we have CBD for that. His story is quite unique because of the... Uh, the unique challenges that that faces for uh, someone in, who, who climbs with their body and uh, how they how they use their hands a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a super intense sport, and uh, you got to use all your muscles all the time. I'm excited to learn more about climbing, and yeah. I'm excited to hear Remy and his uh, kind of his story about uh, how CBD has helped with this. Yeah, kind of different, right? Yeah. But, but okay, here we go. There's before a before we do this, yes, I wanted just to slow things down, right? How slow? How slow can you go, Too right? Slow. <laughs> like right now, I'm ready to zonk, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, you think of things in your life that are slow, right? And uh, you know, everyone says slow as molasses, I'm, right. I guess that's slow, but what are some other things you know that people might? Uh, slow motion. Slow motion. What about sloths? Uh, it uh, it wasn't the first thing that I was thinking about. Oh, but... I'm so disappointed because I oh. think I love these little adorable, cute creatures, right? Yeah. Yes. They live on the top of uh, trees. Right. They are very um, cute and right. lovable. Right. They're furry. There are six different types of sloths. Oh, six. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, and uh, sloths are super trendy right now. You got the sloth and the llama. And Did why is that? You're there, correct. I think uh, with the sloth, it has to do with um, everyone's lives have slowed down, especially, but you know, sloths were on the verge before 2020. They really were. Um, I they do were a, trending. They were trending. I do a lot of trend analysis for different companies, and uh, they were trending for uh, those great plush and stuffed animals. But. Well, it didn't miss. I, I didn't miss uh, overlooking the sloths because I think they have a. There, there's some a lot of things that they can teach us in life, but there some facts. Okay. So why are sloth sloths so slow? Fact. Yeah, that's right. Why are they so slow? I, well, they have a, a very um, uh, extremely low um, uh, metabolic rate. I was going to say it's their metabolism. It's, it's their metabolism. Be. And it creates them so that they do things very slow and uh, they think about everything that they do. Oh, they're they're pensive. Yeah, yeah. They average only 41 yards a day. Gee whiz. Yeah, that's that's not much. But they're very lovable and they're very good. Uh, A a female 
sloth yes. make, is a very good and caring mother. And look oh, at the little awesome. baby sloth. Oh, he has pictures here, people. And that sloth is darling. He looks like a fuzzy chick in a way. It just is so funny to see these creatures and how they live their life. And uh, I just wanted to, to let our listeners know that they snooze 15 hours a day. Oh my gosh. Does that sound good right now? Well, it does. It and sounds nice. We, we talk a lot about people um, in the podcast of You, Me, and CBD of people who have trouble sleeping. We actually do, and I'm sure we have some wide-eyed folks out there going, oh, sloths, you. We can tap into them a little bit about how it ties into how CBD can help a little bit relax and how it, of course, this is a subject that would be better for our, our panel. Yeah. And we have our panel topic. here today, yeah. right? Yep, yep. And, uh, and they would be able to answer that. But, but I think the sloth world, those that are, are championing the, the sloths out there, they have a great place. And uh, we need to echo and we need to do whatever we can to champion the sloth cause. Okay. So it's a sloth cause. <laughs> Sounds wrong. But, uh, you know, I think what we can take from it uh, is, is that we just need to slow down, look at our environment, look at how our lives are working and uh, try and be a little more methodical and a little more pensive and uh, find happiness in little things. And just go online and Google sloths and just look at those pictures of them. They're adorable. They're totes adorbs. So now let's talk to Remy. Oh, awesome. Hey, Remy. Hey, Remy. How are you doing? We're really excited to discover farmer and chemist. And um, I think I think there's really a space for um, the, the you know, CBD bomb that y'all making, the PCR bomb in climbing, I think, um, as folks realize, you know, have the experience that I had with just realizing how different your hands feel in the morning um, after using a product like that. I think it's just a really natural fit. With Farmer and Chemist, I, I had tried some CBD bombs before, had never noticed a big difference, but did use the, um, I think it's called your PCR bomb. And I'd love to hear at some point more about what, what it actually means, the PCR part. But I was shocked. I started using it and um, would use it after a long day of climbing. And often if you, if you climb really hard uh, and you wake up in the morning, your fingers are often pretty swollen. So my hands will actually be, you know, like it'll be hard to make a fist when I actually wake up if I've gone really hard the day before. And so bombs help obviously just with the, the oil and the skin I found. But um, starting to use your CBD bomb, I realized that it actually decreased the inflammation I was experiencing after climbing really noticeably. Um, and I've since learned a, a bit about the product more and just realizing how much CBD is in it. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, but I've really realized that it's a huge benefit from a recovery perspective in terms of your actual skin and finger tendons, which get really strained through the sport. So Blake, um, what do you, what do you think's going on there? Why is that? Why is that? Uh, why is what Remy is describing something that would, uh, what's the science behind it? So um, when we say PCR, what we're referring to is um, phytocannabinoid rich. And what we're basically saying is plant-derived cannabinoids, and there's multiple ones that are in there. So people often hear about THC or CBD, but there's a whole slew of minor cannabinoids. There's CBG, there's CBN, there's CBDV, there's THCV. I mean, we can go on and on and on. 
So one of the things that farmer and chemist and, and, and I am here to help with that is we formulate specific, um, medications to get a desired effect. So in the case of, you know, what Remy's talking about, how do we lower inflammation and also inhibit uh, inflammatory signaling that's going to the areas that you're straining? You know, um, the whole making a fist thing is really important. I, I mean, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's a characteristic of overuse. And also if you have arthritis, that's also characteristics where your joints start to lock and you can't unlock your joints. So how do you deal with that? Well, the first and foremost is we localize have to start lowering inflammation and CBG is an extremely effective molecule at doing that. It actually goes across the cell membrane close to where peroxisomes are. It's a little organelle that's used to produce histamines. Histamines are one of the things that causes inflammation. Wow. The mechanics (laughs) of how your hand works with CBD. That's pretty intense. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. It's all, I mean, the, the science is awesome here. Here's what's cool about it. It relieves the swelling because it reduces inflammation and the PCR or phytocannabinoid rich balm uh, is what makes that work because it's not just CBD that is in the balm, but it's also CBG and some of the other minor cannabinoids that have a beautiful combination effect at releasing, uh, at relieving swelling by reducing the amount of histamine that collects in the hand. Is that mm-hmm. a fair That's, way to yep, summarize absolutely. it? This is one of the reasons why I like having all of you with me. Cause I sort of just, you know, go off onto my tangent, you know, <laughs> we're like, uh, <laughs> uh <just laughs> my brain a little bit and let me just spill it all out there. Um, so I, I always like, and appreciate you guys bringing me back. <laughs> I think, I think what he's saying, Jeff is that we just, we're just dumb. And so we, we dumb it down to like, well, let's dumb it down even further. Person. Let's just say it's a very potent anti-inflammatory. <laughs> It's a very safe, potent anti-inflammatory. Well, I almost started off with. Can we get any more basic? <laughs> I almost started off with. Well, PCR is polymerase chain reactions, and that's how we you analyze know, different... in the laboratory. But that's a different PCR. Um, but Remy, I, I love to hear that experience that you have because that's exactly why it's been formulated the way it has been. We are very specific and intentional in designing the various medications that we have to have a desired effect. And I think what happens, and this is not to detract from, from other people who are making perfectly qualified, you know, and good materials out there, but a lot of it is they just throw in whatever they can throw in and, and hope something sticks on the wall. You know, it's just like throwing the spaghetti on the wall. Like you to the rocks. <laughs> right. Um, we, or, or my favorite is it's just hemp. Or it's just hemp, right. Um, we, we very intentionally are trying to create medications that are, are helpful for specific things. And so I'm so happy to hear that it's doing what its intended purpose was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, having, having woken up with that exact experience in my hands, you know, many hundreds of times, it was really noticeable. So it was, you know, I, I remember sending Richard an email and just being like, wow. This, you know, this is a really different experience I've had after really hard climbing or training than I've had with other other products. I've wondered if people are using this in like sports context. Is it pretty popular as a you know as a sports medication, or is it kind of taking taking off in that area at all? Um, from my experience, it depends kind of on the sport. So surfers are getting uh, professional surfers are now using um, tinctures quite a bit to help them recover after workouts. Um, in mm. fact, we, we have several contacts in Hawaii that are doing this. Now, if you're a professional athlete and you're being tested, um, for THC, then you have to, um, 
yeah, obviously you have to use a T-free version. And so what you do there is we, we create different isolates to put those together to still give you the benefits of CBD plus CBG and some of the others. Um, Got it. Yeah, but typically speaking, if you're not being tested, having a little tiny bit of THC that is hemp compliant that makes sure it's still federally legal actually helps with cellular absorption. And that's particularly important for the balms and lotions because those are being cellularly absorbed. And so that's that mm-hmm. adds to the, the total benefit of absorption. And I was going to add, we've seen it, uh, the, the popularity significantly increase in running as well. So there's all kinds of different mm-hmm. sports that it would it would make sense, right? When you're, but it's a similar kind of concept. It, it's inflammatory processes by putting stress on your body, and you know, it, and it's muscles and joints and other things. And so this really helps. And there, so there's a lot of different formulations. That, you know, there's salves and bombs and roll-ons. We have different approaches that we recommend uh, based on you know what the activity is, and and is it you know fingers versus you know your knees and back and. and you know, different, you know, body surface areas and different things like that. So, but the concept's still the same, right? In terms of how yeah. it works in, in the fingers versus how it would work, you know, in other areas of the body. I was just wondering, you know, the salve part of it is like, I love the salve medium. I've used your roll-on gels as well, which are also great. But I love the salve because like my hands are physically dry and the skin recovers, you know, with the, the salve oils, I assume. Um, is the CBD doing anything for my skin itself, or is it more like the, the inflammatory process within the skin? So both, actually. So the salve itself was created to be longer lasting than, say, you know, roll-ons and lotions. And so typically with a mm-hmm. lotion, it lasts, you know, four hours. Roll-ons sometimes are a short duration as much as, th- you know, only three hours. Um, the little bit greasier, and, and most of that comes from lanolin, um, but what that does is it, it, it's long lasting. And so the cannabinoids bind in there for a very long period of time. And so you get a longer relief from that. It's also very good for moisturizing. Um, salves are, are, are superior in that because they create another block to, to keep moisture from leaving the area. But on top of all that, CBD has also been shown to be effective at helping with wrinkles and a couple other things um, in terms of skin care use. And so there's things like masks you can put on to, to help with wrinkles and, and so forth. So I was just going to say, isn't the salve the sloth of the topicals. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Wow. Tie, saving Richard, tying it in. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't sleep 15 hours a night, but I do sleep a lot more than most people I know, like often nine or 10 hours. And my ritual for, for CBD bombs is like, especially if I've been climbing a lot the day before, is just cover my hands in it and go to sleep. So yeah. um, I feel like it's a, you know, it's a sloth savvy strategy. Have you tried uh, putting like a cotton sock over your hand? I know that sounds like so juvenile, but you put the salve on and then you do a cotton sock and it just kind of extends it over time that's just like one of those things you learn as a mom well i i haven't but taking notes <laughs> you can't scratch your face but you can save your hands <laughs> yeah exactly it's kind of a joke actually on climbing trips i'll be with some of my my good climbing friends and you know we'll be like driving back from climbing and everybody will be putting salve on their hands like some kind of bomb but then you can't touch anything yeah <laughs> and like your your phone's getting all greasy or like a steering wheel or you know it's just like it kind of inhibits uh, your ability to use your hands for a while uh so yeah i think 
at night's definitely the best. <laughs> Maybe for Christmas, we'll get you like a special set of mittens. I like that. You know, I used to use, um, I tried out using these like compression gloves for a while, um, which I found actually did increase blood flow to my hands, which was sort mm-hmm. of interesting. So I have slept with those, but I don't know, you know, at a certain point you have like too many weird things you're doing before you go to bed. They're like covering your hands in bomb and then putting on these weird gloves and, you know, then always turning left outside of the but... door. And then you have yeah, to have... exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, I got to keep it manageable. <laughs> I think, uh, Remy, you've, you've taught, you've touched on several different things here, but one of the things that we've noticed over the last few years is that, uh, anecdotally, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uses for CBD that, uh, we might not recognize or see or do. So we're always interested to see how people use it. And, um, mm-hmm. and your story with people who are outdoors and particularly with climbing is really unique, but do you see any other, um, anecdotal uses that you've thought about how CBD might be able to, uh, improve your life? Part of the story of, of me first learning about CBD is actually through my fiance. Her name's Katie. And we were living in Tucson. Oh, it must've been like 2015 to 2017. and she sort of heard about CBD from someone and started taking it. And she's managed chronic pain for her whole life, um, first with arthritis and, and now with other things. But um, as someone that experiences sort of a, you know, I'm, as I'm sure y'all are aware, like a constant kind of low-level pain, um, something like CBD has made a huge difference for her. Um, I'm sure that's one of the really common uses, but um, it's been interesting to just watch how she's, incorporated it into her daily routine just as a way to sort of baseline feel better um so that's the other the space in which you know i've seen it used really effectively um it's for it's for katie in that context i've tried taking you know like some low i don't know i actually don't know what doses are super normal but maybe you know 10 or 20 milligrams of cbd at night when i sleep and to be honest i just don't notice a difference but i think it's because i generally feel really good you know and someone like like katie um, who's experiencing a little bit of low-level pain notices, you know, that that it, that CBD really cuts it. Um, I have the, you know, the benefit. I might feel really sore the next day from training or something, but um, but I haven't. Yeah, I haven't been using it that way as much. Well, um, I'm going to weigh in on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, good. I'd love, I'd love to hear. Well, you caught Blake's attention there. Well, well, one of the yeah. things that you so there's two real comments to make. One um, at you know, 10 and 20 milligrams of CBD, I wouldn't expect you to feel anything anyway, because in all studies that we've seen and, and, you know, collected data from people typically for an average sized individual or a typically sized person, uh, 25 milligrams is the absolute minimum dose that somebody would need in order to have some kind of real physiological effect. And so mm, in the case interesting. Of, I'm six, three, so I probably got to go higher than that. Yeah. You probably got to go higher. I mean, I'm six, <laughs> four and 300 pounds. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm at at least 75 to 80 before, you know, it'll do anything for me. But then, and so, and that's, and that's actually good medicine when you think about it too, because, and, and, you know, I'll let the pharmacist weigh in on this, but when you think about medicine, you think about mix per kicks. And so there's a certain mm-hmm. efficacious dose that's required based on the size of the individual and how many milligrams are necessary to affect something of, of a certain weight. And then the second thing I'd say is the most effective way to, to measure um, 
whether or not CBD is working for you is the absence of, of feeling in some way, shape or form. So for example, I uh, mm. used to do a lot of sports when I was young and it's painful for me to reach for a shirt in the morning with my shoulders. And so if I reach, you know, mm. to grab the hanger out, I can feel it. And I, you know, kind of get that twinge in your face. If I regularly am taking, you know, uh, our medications, then all of a sudden, I don't feel the pain. I can reach for my shirt and it's not like I feel like a million bucks. I'm going to go do cartwheels, but it just means, yeah, it doesn't hurt when I, when I, you know, reach for the shirt in the morning or stretch or something along those lines. And I, I just chime in from a pharmacist perspective. It's, that's a, there's a great point because if you think about traditional medications that you go to your pharmacy to pick up, uh, one of the first things that a drug manufacturer will do when they're developing those drugs is what's called a dose ranging study. It's like a phase one, phase two type of study where they're, they're finding the right dose. So if you're using, you know, a certain medication and it's a, you know, let's say a, a statin for cholesterol, you're taking 40 milligrams or 80 milligrams because they've already tested that because they found in 10 and 20 may not be as effective. So what comes to market is, you know, a science-based dose. And, and they're all also beyond that, there are drugs on the market that are still weight-based dosed. So, you know, if you're, if you're a kid, you're taking one dose. If you're an adult, you're taking another dose. If you're heavier, you're taking even a higher dose. And so CBD, I think that's important to, for people to understand. It's, it's, it is a drug. I mean, it binds to receptors in your body, like, like when we think about drugs, the same way. And so it is it, super important to talk about dosing. And it's pretty, this, CBD is safe, um, but, you know, because of how it binds, it also has drug interactions. And so that's why, you know, Doug and I are here and that's why we're involved in this because we felt like there was a need to educate people about that. And it, and a lot of what we talked to them about is finding the right application or the right route of administration and the right dose and when to take it and how it could potentially interact with other medications. And so who's ever using CBD should be talking to a pharmacist and or physician. I love that. So I'm talking to a pharmacist right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I were, if I were to take CBD, you know, like orally as a, a capsule or whatever, yep. um, I assume a tincture does the same thing. Um, if you think about me, I'm I, I'm a rock climber, so I'm six three, but I'm really light. I'm like one fifty five. And um, what would be, yeah? How would you go about starting to yeah. to think about? dosing um if i were doing it as sort of a general recovery say after a hard workout and i wanted to to use cbd to, to help improve my recovery blake could probably weigh in there but how we would typically start uh, as far of part of a pharmacy consult would be like blake mentioned is, is start with 25 milligrams and then you know every four or five to seven days maybe titrate it up and and the key is finding uh the right dose uh that works for you and then, you know, do we want to do a tincture? Do we want to do a capsule? There's some, you know, issues there about dosing and flexibility. Uh, but then we would also mm -hmm. ask about what other medications you're taking. So, for example, are you taking Ambien? Are you taking some other centrally acting, you know, medications like antidepressants or other things? Because there's some potential interactions there as well. So that's that. Those are all great that points. And that's exactly, you know, how that I, I you know, how are both of our conversations unfold? Yeah, I, I'm in 100 percent agreement, you know. Uh, with, with Jeff on all that. The one, the one thing I would probably just say is I'm going to just shamelessly do a plug for farmer and chemists on this. We have plenty of tinctures and other products that are a good way to start. And I think they would help with recovery. Um, mm. it, and so I'll, I'll let, I'll let the sales team, you know, share with you all the things that are amazing about all the various products that, that we offer, but, but know this and that 
we have a lot of things that are designed specifically to give you specific health outcomes. And I think that, that you will find several are really helpful with recovery, especially after hard workouts. So Remy, uh, Blake just did a shameless plug for farmer and chemist. How about you do a shameless plug for Limewell? We had a, a really great first retreat this April. So this is a pretty new project. It's actually been in the works since 2018. Um, I have two co-founders, Gabby Coletta and Blake Kaysen. So you've met Blake. Um, Blake's a life coach, and they're they're both rock climbers. Um, Blake's a life coach. Gabby is an Ayurvedic health counselor and a yoga teacher and actually a therapist in training, getting her master's right now in therapy. Um, Both really wonderful people, and we met back in 2018 and started talking. um, The kind of general question was was sort of like, how, how are you seeing... Um, how are you seeing personal development happening through climbing? Like in the climbing spaces you're in and the community, where are you seeing that like the sport actually helps people grow as, as people, not just athletes. And, um, you know, based on our, our lines of work, we've all been sort of interested in that question and decided to start exploring it together. So we actually spent about two years talking about it before we had our first event this, um, this spring. And that was delayed in part because of the pandemic and, you know, running an in-person event didn't make a lot of sense. So we ended up doing a really small thing to kind of kick it off um, in Vail, Utah, just outside of St. George. And we basically got 12 rock climbers um, that allow us to sort of do self-discovery on the rock. So it's a really cool endeavor. Um, it's it's uh, really just taking off. And we're um, our plan for next year is to do our retreat again in the spring and also start doing workshops in gyms around the country because we've realized that's of course one of the easiest places to meet our audience and the people we think are looking for the kind of work that we're doing this this blend of mindfulness and um, wellness coaching and and rock climbing um and so we're hoping to start doing kind of one-off gym workshops or series and gyms in the places that we're in and then to continue building this retreat series in a community that's having that conversation I love it. That is, it's so fun to uh, not only utilize uh, uh, Southern Utah or and and some of the some of those incredible vistas, but you're looking at it at a totally different angle. You're you're seeing it. You're seeing literally, it, uh, yeah, yeah, upside down, sideways, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been great to have you on. It's been wonderful to hear your story. And we are just super excited that you uh, love our product, both It's the Bomb and Problem Solved. And um, hoping that I can get you to try some of our tinctures and uh, potentially our gel caps. And let's see uh, where where things go. Awesome. Well, I I love it. And we so appreciate y'all being on board for this first event as one of our sponsors. Thank you for listening to You, Me, and CBD. Please refer and friend or write a short review. And if you're in the Salt Lake City area, we'd welcome you to stop by our Farmer and Chemist store. Or you can always go to farmerandchemist.com.